Shalom, I'm back going into uh, black towns. You know, like I was saying in the previous broadcast that our people are resilient people. And, you know, just like during the time of uh, Reconstruction, you know, a lot of um, black homesteaders, you know, uh, families that, um, you know, built homes, you know, farmhouses and, and uh, raised uh, livestock and, uh, and was into farming. You know, that, that's a part of our, our culture and our heritage, man, going all the way back to Israel, you know, because we, we were in, um, in our homeland, but we were uh, shepherds, you know. We, uh, you know, we tended sheep, you know, and, and we uh, farmed, you know. So, you know, it's in, it's in our DNA, and as things get you know, a, a lot uh, more difficult, you know, we have to, um, we have to tap into that spirit, you know, because the scriptures say that we can do all things through Hamashiach, which strengthens us. So whatever we put our minds to, and it's the Lord's will, we can do it. You know, you brothers and sisters out there that, um, that might be in a situation, you know, with your job or, or you might be in between jobs, you know, pray to the Lord. And, you know, if you, uh, you know, have the desire, you can start a business, you know, you can uh, become self-employed or you can, you know, find uh, alternate ways to, um, you know, uh, to earn income, you know, just make sure it's legal. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that, you know, you, uh, you know, you, you, uh, if you start a business, you get everything situated, you know, get it in order, you know, especially if you want to really take it to the next level, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, you should have the mindset of becoming a, uh, a multimillionaire or whatever like that, because we're in the last days, you know, but the Lord told us that he would give us our daily bread. So, yeah, if you want to uh, start a, a, a homestead, you know, you got land or or you you uh, have access to an acre or you got more than an acre you can start out with chickens you know chickens are very inexpensive right now we're we're in a time of of, of a famine and from what they're saying is that a lot of the, the uh produce you know a lot of the poultry is going to go up in price you know i have um you know uh chickens and um i have um went you know to the homestead a, a couple of days ago and i got some eggs you know and and they they some nice eggs man they, they're like the brown eggs so i'm gonna I'm make up some uh, omelets you know <laughs> so yeah and 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 you know uh, uh, a hen will lay about an egg a day and before you know it you got a whole dozen and you don't have to uh, pay to buy eggs and the eggs are, are and you know the produce you know whether it be you know you uh um you know have a you know have a chicken uh, uh slaughtered or um or you just you know use the hen for the eggs it's a lot healthier than the than the chicken that you get in the stores you know so let's go back to this article that i was reading out of encyclopedia.com going into the black towns it says the twin territories, Oklahoma and Indian Territory, came the most important center of black towns 
black town activity in a nation. It says 32 all black towns emerged in the territory. So between uh, Oklahoma and the, the Native American or Indian territory, you had 32 black, all black towns. It says including Langston City, which is in Oklahoma territory, and Boley, which is in Indian territory. Although the specific reasons for town founding vary, most grew out of desire for political autonomy among the black ex-slaves of Indian peoples. So you had uh, brothers out there, you know, that were ex-slaves that wanted to get into politics. They, and they wanted to run their own politics. That's one of the reasons why our people aren't aren't um, getting ahead uh, politically because we aren't running our own politics. A lot of the the, the Jakes, whether they um, male or female, they're bootlicks, and they use a policy called benign neglect. They just think uh, coming up with empty gestures, you know, symbolic gestures and stuff like that, putting black people on coins or or uh putting uh women uh what's that in the civil uh what's that in the uh, supreme court and all of that those are all empty gestures because first of all that's not getting to the root of the problem which is basically uh economics man and civil and human rights you know because ain't nobody talking about reparations and the Lord, he's the one that's going to give us reparations. You know, there's no amount of money that could pay for what our ancestors went through, man. Chattel slavery and the brutality. There's no there's no amount of money that could that that is sufficient, you know, for for what these people did to us, man. And that's why the Lord is going to uh, bring forth justice on the earth righteous justice it says um anti-black violence in the south and the political maneuvers of edwin mccain cape and other black politicians who settled in oklahoma and and again that was their desire to have political autonomy because of again anti-black violence in the south because you had uh this system you know because the government allowed slavery, you know, these were laws, and then the government allowed uh, white mobs to destroy uh, black people, man. So the, the Negroes wanted to build their own towns. They didn't want to deal with Esau. They wanted to just have their own political process and have their own towns and not be bothered with the anti-black violence, you know, and be, being able to self-govern. and how how our people are today that was all by design because the so-called negroes were becoming uh powerful and these black towns was a threat to esau's establishment that's why our our uh our situation is is dire because of the sabotage it says for African-Americans such as McCabe, Oklahoma territory, whose former Native American reservations were open to non-Indian settlement in 1889. So you had Jake, the so-called Negroes that was 
within the uh, Native American, you know, uh, reservations. Because, you know, Oklahoma is, is pretty much uh, GAD territory, especially a lot of Native Americans during the Trail of Tears. They, uh, they were taken from the uh, eastern part of uh, this country and they were uh, through the Trail of Tears. They end up migrating and uh, settled in, uh, in uh, Oklahoma and other parts of um, that part of the country. It says, uh, represented only, not only the last ma major chance of homesteading, but also a singular opportunity to develop communities where black people could achieve their economic potential and exercise their political rights without interference. McCabe, who emerged as a leading advocate of black settlement, would also become a town promoter combining political and racial objectives with personal profit. McCabe and his wife, Sarah, moved to Oklahoma Territory in, in April 1890 and six months later uh, joined. So that's that's pretty much it that you get the you get the uh, the gist of it. These black towns were self, you know, self-governed, you know, uh, you know, basically politically and economically. And that that template was throughout the whole country. And of course, you know, we know uh, during that time, there was a lot of violence that was against the so-called Negroes. So you had hordes of um, angry white mobs that would uh, accuse black men, you know, of, of uh, being predators, you know, you know, uh, mainly uh, uh, being accused of rape. And that was their excuse to uh, destroy black towns, just like what happened in a uh, black Wall Street. So let's go into sundown towns. And all of these things that we're reading, we're, we're actually reading biblical prophecy. You know, we're reading biblical prophecy because the Lord told us that, um, That basically whatever we set our hand to do, it would fail. So let's go to the book of Deuteronomy. Because that's going into the curses. Because we're we're in America, which is Babylon the Great. This is not our rest, as the scriptures tell us. So we're going to first go into the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28. Then we're going to, we're going to go into the uh, sundown towns. Because our people, we could, we could build towns uh, left and right, man, but without a, uh, a way to protect our homes and, and what we've uh, built, the devil will come in and destroy it. Cause he has the, a blessing of the sword so he could he could come in in a black town that's fully uh developed and destroy it and have the political uh might uh to uh, to allow it to happen you got uh towns like uh, tulsa oklahoma you know black wall street they still haven't got reparations even though you have survivors that's in their they're they're over 100 years old and, and there's still no justice man 
So let's read out of the book of, again, Deuteronomy chapter 28. And we'll start at verse 15 because prior to verse 15, you have the blessings. Uh, Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14. Uh, and this is known as the oath of Moses. So the Israelites, if they would keep the law, statutes, and commandments, we would be blessed. So let's go to that right quick. So let's go to Deuteronomy 28 and verse 1. And it reads, and it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently into the voice of the, of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high, will set thee on high above all the nations on the earth of the earth so during this the oath of moses the israelites was told look if you shall hearken diligently you know to observe the law statutes and commandments that the lord thy god will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth so if the israelites was to obey or hearken to the lord's law statutes and commandments keeping the laws of Yahweh, that the Israelites will be blessed and they will be over all the nations, meaning that no nation will be over us. We will be over them and they will be under us. It says, and all these blessings shall come to, on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. So if the Israelites would, would listen, if we would have listened, we would we would be uh, blessed and the blessings would overtake us man it would be so many blessings that the blessings would overtake you you would be consumed with blessings you know you know we have uh, in our life things that that we try to do or we set to do and, and nothing ever t turns out right or it might turn out right you know the lord allow us but in 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 um that prophetic state of keeping the law statutes and commandments there's nothing but blessings that come from that so the uh blessing would be blessed shalt thy um blessed shalt thou be in the city and blessed shalt thou be in the field so our homes you know the field is the earth wherever we reside would be blessings we would we would we would have uh uh just just uh, an abundance of uh you know good things man no matter what we set our hand to do it would just we would just have it going on man but we know we didn't listen we didn't hearken our people as the scriptures say is a hard head stiff neck people so you have the curses we just read the blessings now this is the curses so this is the book of deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 15 but it shall come to pass which is a prophecy if thou shalt, if thou wilt not hearken, it's the voice of the Lord thy God to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shalt thou be in the city, and cursed shalt thou be in the field. So we read in um, in the blessings that we will be blessed in the city and, and blessed in the field, but we know that it's a curse in our cities man just think of uh chicago and la you know florida new york wherever our people are man it's a curse you know 
you got uh, uh, violence, man. Jake killing each other, drugs, you know, poverty. It, it, it's a, it's a depressing, man. You know, the, these uh, these uh, so-called black communities, man. It says, and cursed shalt thou be in the field. So the field is the earth. So wherever our people are at, man, it's a curse. That's why you can go over to England and you you have the hood over there and you have Jake living in, in a bad situation. All the other nations is taking advantage of us. You can you can go uh, in any city and you can find a hood and you can find just the same situation, man. It says, curse shalt thou be the fruit of thy body. The fruit of the body is talking about the children, the offspring. That's a curse, man. Our people um, during the time of slavery had families and the children were sold. You know, the mother, she could just, uh, uh, you know, go through the process of uh, childbirth and then a slave master take the baby, man. It's a, it's a picture uh, someone drew of that where um a mother who is a slave is crying and trying to uh trying to reach out to her child her infant uh that was taken away by the slave master it says in the fruit of thy land the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep so the fruit of thy land you know and, and that's talking about the um the the people of the land the children of the land it's, it's a curse there it says the increase of thine kind which is your uh your lineage you know it says in the flocks of thy sheep so your your uh, livestock let me let me double check with the word kind i want to make sure i'm breaking that down right i think that's a um let's see That's actually that's talking about your livestock. Salakia, that's talking about your livestock. The the fruit of the body is talking about your children, but then when it goes to the crease of thy kind, that's talking about a cow. It says in the flocks of thy sheep. So your sheep and your cows is gonna be a curse. That's why a lot of these um Edomites they came in and they took livestock, they took horses, they took uh, uh sheep, they took goats. They took chickens and whatever they didn't take, they destroyed. They they uh, killed the animals, man. They did that with Gad with the North American Indians, killed the buffalo. It says, Curse shalt thou be when thou comest in, and curse shalt thou be when thou goest out. So whenever whenever our people were born, uh, it was a curse. And then when they left this earth, it was a curse. That's what that's talking about. It says, this is verse 20. It says, and the Lord shall send upon thee cursing. So we'll be cursed and vexation. We have vexation of spirit and rebuke and all that thou settest thine hand unto, uh, unto uh, for to do until thou be destroyed. So that's going into the different uh, black towns. Our people set their hand to build those towns and just look, where, where are those black towns? Where are they? They're just, if they are uh, still around, they're they're uh, basically historical uh, landmarks, you know. 
they're remnants of uh, the towns and some of them, they just don't exist, man. It was destroyed. You know, it says, and until thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doings, whereby thou hast forsaken me. So the Lord brought these curses on us. That's why our towns never thrive, man. Even though we had the ingenuity, we had the, uh, the uh, knowledge and understanding, but those curses followed us. And whatever we set our hand to do, they, it was destroyed. You know, that's why a lot of these uh, successful people, uh, whether they be entertainers or, um, you know, uh, people, you know, who are, who are in business and stuff like that. If they do got money, that it's just like it's a whole bunch of um, it's just hardships, you know. A lot of people that acquire that kind of money, they'll lose it. You know, you, you think like uh, Mike Tyson, he had all, all that money and he lost it, man. But now, you know, he got money now, you know, through his, uh, you know, basically uh, his different business and stuff like that. But you could tell he's miserable. Every every podcast you see, man, when he get the reminiscing and thinking about his life, he's he's very uh, displeased, man. You know, he's, uh, you know, basically tormented, you know, whatever that brother's going through. You could tell that all that money that he that he got now, he's not happy, you know. Because we are we're in a situation that money is not going to save us, man. We need the Lord. We need we need um, we need mercy, man. We, we need uh, the Lord's, uh, you know, uh, grace. And so materialistic possessions and building things. Although, um, as the scriptures say, money is a defense. We need money. You know, scriptures say money answer of all things. Is good to um, start businesses and stuff like that, especially in these last days. But it's something that we're not to put our trust in. You know, again, the Lord to give us our daily bread, you know, and the Lord want us to gather together because they're going to make it difficult for, you know, us to, you know, to to uh, survive, man, to uh, to be able to buy simple things, man, to be able to uh, go to the store and put gas in our car. They're making it very difficult, man. They want people to take that that jab. It says the Lord shall smite thee with a consumption and a fever and with an inflammation and with extreme burning and with the sword and with blasting and with mildew and shall pursue thee until thou perish. So a consumption is a, you know, a disease fever. You know, that's a, you know, basically a virus, man, and inflammation. It's in an extreme burning. So you got uh, diseases, you know, all the uh, different um, viruses and stuff like that. You know, back in the day you had um, tuberculosis, consumption. That's exactly exactly what, what uh, they called the disease. They called it consumption. A lot of those uh, jakes back in the early 1900s, they died from those, you know, different uh, diseases, man. It says with fever, a lot of people died from fever. Just a simple fever would take people out. It says an inflammation and with an extreme burning, which is going into a general a genital, you know, uh, uh, diseases, you know, like, um, you know, the clap and stuff like that. Extreme burning and with the sword, which is Esau. 
and with blasting and with mildew, a lot of homes have what they call mold. All those older homes where Jake was uh, in, in those, uh, you know, older houses and stuff had mold. It says, and shall pursue thee until, until thou perish. It says, let's see. It says, and thy heaven that is over thy head shall be brass, and the earth that is under thee shall be iron. So this scripture, this is talking about where it says, over thy head shall be brass. It's talking about those uh, brass um, chains around the neck, you know, the, the uh, yokes of iron that's over, over the head. And it says, and the earth that is under these shall be iron which is talking about the the uh, the um the shackles that's on, on the feet the yokes of iron on, on the on the feet the head and the feet that's what that's talking about it says the lord shall make the rain of thy land powder and dust which is going into those dust storms you know a lot of those uh, storms in the early 1900s a lot of those uh what they call it the dust bowl a lot of those uh, uh, situations Jake was um, in, you know, the dust storm. I think it was in Oklahoma, if I'm not mistaken. A lot of people fled. You know, they went out west and other parts. It says, from heaven shall it come down upon thee until thou be destroyed. It says, and the Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies. Thou shalt go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them which is going into the uh great migration man a lot of jakes had to flee those uh towns and and uh settlements and stuff like that because the kkk and these edomites ran them out so they had to flee seven ways before them and shall be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth because our people were scattered it says, and thou and thy carpet shall be meat unto all fowls of the air and unto the beast of the earth, and no man shall fray them away, which is going into the lynchings. You know, our people shot down like dogs in the street and the towns and, and the animals, you know, like the uh, predator birds, you know, like vultures and, uh, you know, other animals and stuff like that would just feast off the dead carcass. You know, a lot of jakes, they would be they will walk home you know in those small towns and they would disappear you know if they were found they would be lynched in the woods and the animals would just eat them man which is going into those uh sundown towns so i'm gonna read that so right here this is uh from history and social justice that's the um the source and it says alphabetical map of sundown towns by state so they got an actual map that go into all the sundown towns by state so let me read this it says um welcome to the world's only registry of sundown towns just click on a state to see an alphabetical list of all the sundown towns we know about think may uh, it says, uh, think may been uh, sundown towns and have managed to get up on the site. So this 
this site is dedicated to locating the sundown towns. It's, I'll give you the definition. I'm running out of time. It says a sundown town is not just a place where something racist happened. It is an entire community or even county that for decades was all white on purpose. All white is in, a, is in quotes because some towns allow one black family to remain when they drove out the rest. Also institutionalized persons in prisons, hospitals, colleges live in, live in servants in all white households and black or interracial children in white households do not violate the taboo. It says on purpose does not require formal ordinance. For example, a black family tried to move in, encounter considerable hostility and left, that would qualify the town as a sundown. So if a black family tried to move into like a, a, a area was a bunch of Edomites and they, they faced a lot of hostility, maybe threats. That's your sundown towns. You got, you still got sundown towns. Uh, even today, you got certain communities where our people can't go into, you know, and it was a, uh, it's a, it's a sign that that's usually uh, placed on those sundown towns where they say, nigga, don't let the sun go down on you. That's why it's called a sundown town. Because if any black person was, uh, uh, you know, moving around, you know, going outside during after the sundown, more than likely that that black person would be lynched. So that's why it was called a sundown town. A lot of black folks didn't stir around during that because you had angry white mobs that would go around and they would lynch, murder, rape, pillage and just do all evil, horrible acts. So other than that, research that, brothers and sisters. I say shalom, peace and blessings.